These are the tribulations of Paulette. I'm gonna jump right into your heart. I'm gonna jump right into your heart. I'm gonna jump right into your heart. Yes, that's where I'll start. I'm gonna kiss my baby I know I'm going off the deep end, and I can't stop myself. I try to keep up appearances, but inside, I'm coming apart at the seams. Evidence? This. I have a flirtation going with Brian, my liquor store delivery guy. So much so that I call the store constantly with the most remote need. A pint of Calvados, a fifth of Amaro Nonino, and sure, bring it over around 5 p.m. The appointed hour rolls around, and I'm ready. A little voice inside my head says, What are you doing? And then another little voice says, Better lose the leggings. I'm a better friend with the second little voice. Brian is a specimen along the lines of my new neighbor, Tom Brady. When he passes by, I get a whiff of April Fresh Downy. His hands are large and strong. He's very well-groomed and surprisingly articulate. The first time he came into our house, I suffered a Victorian swoon. I recovered quickly because my husband and three kids were present, quietly eating their dinner at the kitchen table. Brian gave me a blatant once-over before he loaded two cases of wine into the refrigerator. He stood so close to me when I wrote out the check that my hands shook, and I overtipped him. The next day, I bought the Spanx that goes on your back. Yep, I'm losing the program all right, but why now? I'm a reasonably lucky middle-aged gal, just trying to raise a family like anybody else. But I've got a monkey on my back that's starting to wreak havoc. What used to be regular is now irregular, or not at all, if you know what I mean. As the books predicted, I have started to feel and act like a teenager again. I'm obsessed with the trivial. I sneak in naps, especially in carpool. I start books that I never finish. I constantly check mail online and spend hours on Facebook. I often call my husband at his office and demand that he come home for an extended lunch. He laughs and says later, but there is no later because later is when he falls asleep in his chair. We're both exhausted raising these kids. It's a dirty business, though it does seem to pay off. I mean, we're all healthy and happy and everyone's thriving, but somewhere in the thick of it, mom's gone just a little bit kooky. So Brian carries in the booze, whether I need it or not, and I get all fluttery with his physical presence in the house. Sometimes I feel like a dope, batting my eyelashes at this kid. But he's so friendly and nice, and he seems so genuinely interested in me. What the hell? I learn that he's putting himself through pharmacy school. I lobby for CVS like a headhunter, touting our local Chestnut Hill store which in actuality is the bane of my existence. I imagine that Brian could go from supplying my booze to supplying our drugs. I bake him cookies, he lingers in my kitchen, and so on and so forth, until the liquor store texts him that the Silvermans down the street are still waiting for their wine. A year goes by quickly in this lovely but pathetic game. I've even broken the Brookline Housewives Code. 
I haven't passed Brian on to any friends. This is particularly bad because my best friend Dolly has recently sent me a hunky Dennis Quaid type tree doctor who takes off his shirt and shimmies up tree trunks in search of disease. I may not be too old to flirt with a 24-year-old, but I am too old to follow a guy up a tree. Think of the chafing. Anyway, one cold winter night, I hit the jackpot. The kids and their dad are at hockey practice. I call the liquor store, and as my cupboard already looks like the United Liquors warehouse, I order absinthe, which I hear has made a comeback. Delivery time approaches. I spray myself with Joe Malone. My favorite Sonos playlist roars to life in the kitchen. I pour myself a big glass of wine, and the bell rings. My heart skips a beat. I check my teeth for lipstick skids and broccoli florets, and I go to the door. It's Brian, all right, but he's in great distress. It seems that he has locked himself out of the company van, and it's running with its lights on in my driveway. His phone sits in the front seat, and the only liquor in the van is mine, because tonight I was the last stop on his route. Brian needs a coat hanger. I need another glass of wine. Houston, we have a problem. Hot damn. This is a very interesting situation. Music for this podcast is written and performed by Mr. Eric Fontana. Next time, we meet Dolly. Till then, ta-ta.